we can't even cross the threshold or gain access to that kingdom on the inside of us. See how awesome powerful that is? First, you got to be able to see it. You got to have that procreative power. And then once you see it, you have that procreative power, then in order to enter into it or to, to get that uh, cross over the threshold, you got to have, be able to cross over the threshold once you see it. Some people get to the door and never go in. And the reason why is we're too afraid of the unknown rather than trusting God. Amen. That a lot of times, I don't know about y'all, but as far as me, sometimes some things I don't do because I'm afraid that I'm, I'm going to fail at it. But I'm not trusting God. That means I'm trusting Brenda. Amen. But if I trust God, I'll walk into those places that's unknown that God has already traveled. He's already been there. And if I go through there and something happens, he's right there anyway. So either way, it's a win-win situation. Amen. So we got to make sure we're entering in. Don't be afraid to cross the threshold to what's on the inside of you. That's why God got so many gifts in the house. God has so many gifts in the body of Christ, but we're too afraid to operate in those gifts because we're afraid we're going to fail. But listen, they all gifts no way. They're God's. They're God's gifts. And so we've got to cross over into that place of unknown. Yeah, we've got to make sure these things are set out. We've got to trust God. Now, he says, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into that power, uh, foundational power on the inside. Now, let's look at Ezekiel. Yeah, Ezekiel chapter number 36. Ezekiel chapter number 36. Now, keep your place in St. John. Ezekiel chapter number 36. Ezekiel 36. Amen. Ezekiel chapter number 36, beginning with verse number 25. Are we there? We're talking about the procreative power of the believer. How many folk are believers in the house? Amen. You got some procreative power. You can create. You have the power to create. Now, Ezekiel chapter number 36, beginning with verse number 25. We're going to deal with this water. Verse 25 says, Then will I sprinkle clean water unto you, and ye shall be clean. See, God has to do the cleansing. God has to do the sprinkling. God has to do that. through His. He does it through his word. He says, From all your what? Filthiness. Now, we all got some mess, right? And nobody is exempt. We all got some mess. But we all serve a God that's willing, if we're willing, to sprinkle that cleansing water, that word, and then we will be clean. Amen? Because he says, uh, you shall be clean from all, not some of it, all of your filthiness, and from all of your idols will I cleanse you. See, we got some idols too. Your thing, idols are nothing except things that we put before the Lord. Amen? You know, whether it be materialistic things, whether it be family members, whether it be spouses, whether it be our job, whether it be our money, Woo! Uh, well, these things can become idols. Amen. We can put all that before God. You know, whether it's our jobs, whatever. Because when it gets to the point that that we have little time for God and more time for everything else, everything else has just become an idol. Amen. Everything else has become an idol. Amen. He said, "But He will cleanse us from all your idols. Will I cleanse you? 
And verse 26 says this. This is how I, I so love God because uh, he says, A new heart also will I give you, and a what? A new spirit will I do what? Put within you. See, he'll remove that old, old nasty spirit we got on the inside. Because I don't know about y'all, I used to have a nasty spirit, you know. And the truth be known, y'all did too. Amen. We ain't been saved all our life. Now, come on now. Come on now. We have not been saved all our life. And we had some nasty spirits. Amen. I did. And I know I'm, I'm, y'all are part of mankind just like me. Amen. So we all done had some mess. Amen. We've all done had it, you know. But God was gracious enough not only to give us a new heart, but he also said, I'll give a new spirit what I put within you. Then he says, I will take. To take something means he got the, mm. you know, because sometimes we just don't want to give up, right? Like, so he had to take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, I will take away the, what kind of heart? That old hard heart. He says, I'm going to take away that old stony heart. I'll take away that old hard heart. You know, he's going to give us a new heart. He'll give us a new spirit. But then he said, I will take away that stony heart out of your will. Your flesh. See, that, that stony heart, that hard heart, it's in your flesh. And the, and word, the word there in the Hebrew, flesh means corrupt. It means to be defiled. So that, that old stony, corrupt heart, you know, that old defiled heart. He said, I'll, I'll take that in away from you, and I'm going to give you a good, a good heart, a new spirit. He said, then I will give you a heart of flesh. Interesting. He's going to remove the stony heart, but then he's going to turn around and he will give you a heart of flesh. In other words, a heart that will have that agape love that Chair Deacon was talking about on Wednesday. You know, a heart that will love. Amen. Because, you know, we get, we, we get to the point where we'll say, um, you know, I, I forgive him, but I, say, well, I don't love him. Well, let me tell you something. Love is not optional according to the word. Love is a command. Amen. The same way, what you said, lay down. I heard that word from somebody else too. Amen. It's not optional. It's a, it, love is a command. So you can't tell me to love if you don't love. Amen. It's, love is a command for all of us. And that's the only way we're going to see Jesus. Because see, God is love. And, and to say that we love or don't love, that means we don't, love, we don't have God on the inside. Because God is love. Amen. So he said, he says, then he goes on and he says, I'll give you a heart of flesh. A heart that will love unconditional Thank you, Holy Spirit. The agape love, unconditional love. That's the kind he wants to put in there. You know how it is when folk wrong with you. You just have to see them again. And if God hadn't worked on us before we see them again, we'll still have that stony heart, right? Come on now. Amen. Amen. I'll give you an example. He's a good example. Uh, A couple weeks ago, we was in this restaurant, Dr. Miller and I. And we had saw this individual. And we, know, we, don't, we don't really, really know them, but they were acquaintance. And, and they, they were very friendly with Dr. Mem. Dr. Mem talked to him, you know. And so I went over to get my food. And we went over to get my food. Uh, that individual come around by me and said, Bless you, baby. Bless you. And she, you can tell there wasn't no spirit of love there at all. Amen. So one thing about my Holy Spirit, I, my Holy Spirit will allow me to read you. Amen. And I, when I went back to the table, I told Dr. Miller, I said, well, she wasn't too, much, too open to me. He said, she was fine with me. I never done anything to the lady. But praise be to God, amen. It was Dr. Miller that, well, anyway, anyway, he, 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 got a, 
he kind of preached a hard word somewhere, you know. And when he preached that hard word somewhere, you know, I happened to be there because I was the wife, you know, and, 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 and the people were just cheering on him on. And all of a sudden, she had her hand behind her back and chair right back, and she was hot. And I told Dr. Man, I said, you'll never get here again. And he didn't. <laughs> and he didn't. He, he did not. Amen. He never got an invite anymore. Amen. Put it, put it plain. Amen. Put it to you that way. Because he brought a strong word now. Amen. Amen. Now, verse 27 in the book of Ezekiel says, And I will put my spirit within you. Watch this. When, when that spiritual birth takes place, the one that, uh, where you've, you've crossed over the threshold or you gain access to. Now, verse 27 says, And I will put my spirit within you. And do what? What's that? Cause. Cause you to walk in my statues, and ye shall keep my judgments, and what? And do what? And do them. See, that's what happens with, with the transformation of the new birth. That's why he's always talking about having a renewing of your mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. The new birth is a transformation. Amen? So we want to be able to use that procreative power that God has given us so we can tap into this foundation of power. Amen? Now, going back to, to St. John chapter number 3. We'll go back there. We're almost done. We're talking about this procreative power. Amen? Now, Nicodemus, who is among the people, now he's, he, he, he's shrewd. Now, he knew how to get away from the crowd in order to get to Jesus. Amen? But he knew that some things you can't tell everybody because they want to stop it. And so what Nicodemus did, he went by night. He didn't take nobody with him now. You know, he wasn't stupid because he knew how that religious sect believed. He knew how the Pharisees believed. See, he was a part of that group, but he hasn't had an individuality. Because now he won't know about Jesus Christ. Now, then he said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh, okay, is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. It, it takes your mind back to Abraham when he had... Uh, he talked about the sons, and, and uh, there he, he, he has one uh, uh, because he couldn't wait on God. You know, he, he has a son by the flesh, but God had already promised him another son, but he couldn't wait on that spiritual son. So we had to be careful what we birth. I hear you, Holy Spirit. We had to be careful what we birth because we can birth an Ishmael, we, we, man, that thing of the flesh. You know what I'm saying? We can birth a fleshly son. Amen. So we have to be very careful and wait on God. So when we wait on God, we'll birth the right thing. Amen. And it'll come with the right spirit. Amen. All right. Now, going back, it says, um, verse number six, it says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is, is spirit. Verse seven says, then Jesus says this to Nicodemus, because he's, he's a victorious among the people, because he wants to know truth. He says, marvel not. That I say unto you, don't be surprised. Don't, 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 don't be in a place of shock. He said, don't marvel at this. That I say unto you, ye, what's the next word? Must. It's not optional. In order to see the kingdom of God on the inside, you know, that God has already said in Luke 17, that, that the kingdom of God is within you. He says, you've got to have that procreative power that comes from above. That's why we, oftentimes we live, uh, Christians live, defeated lives and they won't stand for nothing. They don't know how to activate that, that procreative power. It comes from, from above. It doesn't come from the earth. 
See, from the earth, you know, it's just dust. It's rubbish. It's going back. But we want that power that comes from above. Now, our last scripture, let's go to Job chapter number 14. This is going to be our last scripture. Job chapter number 14. And this is the last one. Job 14. Amen. Yeah, this is the last thing. Job chapter number 14. Amen. Because we're talking about that procreative power and uh, for, that every believer has. Uh, but we have to understand it does not come from the flesh. That a spiritual transformation has to come. That has to be a spiritual birth. That's why Nicodemus, even though he was, it means victory among the people, he missed it. He was still thinking earthly. That's why God tells us to set our minds on things above and not on the earth. Because, see, we got to get that spiritual understanding. That, that's the power we want. Now, Job chapter number 14, looking at verse number 4, because we're talking about that flesh, okay? Job 14, verse number 4. It says, who can bring a what? A clean thing out of a what? Unclean thing. Now, the flesh definitely is not clean. So you can't bring nothing clean out of the flesh. Okay, you can't do that. It says, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? The flesh is unclean, so therefore you can't bring nothing clean out of the flesh. So there has to be a spiritual birth, a spiritual transformation. If you're walking away, if you're going to leave anything today, that you're going to be able to capture anything today, we want to make sure what we capture and what we leave with is that we have procreative power. Every believer has a foundation of power on the inside. Never think that you cannot accomplish anything. And the reason why is you got the power on the inside of you. It's not on the outside. Nobody else can give you that. The only person that can give you that is Jesus Christ himself. And then when you turn and look on the inside, because that's how you see. Okay, I got it now, Lord. But you cannot have it for years. All of a sudden, the light can come on just like that. And then you can say, oh, okay, I got it now. I see. I see the vision. I see where God wants me to go. I see what God wants me to do. I see that I can be all that God has ordained me to be. Amen. So you got to see it first. If you don't envision that you can make it, you'll never make it. If you don't envision that I can make it, though, this Christian journey, I can walk with God, I can live holy, then you'll never live holy. You'll never live a righteous life. But you've got to see it. You've got to envision it. Yeah, I can why? God says that I can. You know what? Whose report are we going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Amen? He said you can do it. He said cross 